Hey, it's Bob Zaney. I'm just being off the cuff here. You're listening to Round Guy and Dave's uh, podcast. And if you are, then you probably don't know there's actually 128,000 other podcasts to choose from. Bay, bay. Thanks, Bob. There you go. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Southeast Iowa, Dave Johnson. And this is a, a episode of Corver's Corner uh, with Mark Corver, super fan Mark Corver, and we have a special guest uh, also with us. Welcome to the program, Mark. Dave, always a pleasure, sir. How are you today, this yeah. fine day of all days? So you brought us a guest today that was a big part of this tailgate party. Could you introduce him to, to us? Uh, not north, not south, not east, nor west, Dakota. How are you, good sir? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, we wanted to thank you for having this great tailgate. Could you kind of, you guys update our listeners to how fun that was? Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, You know, just kind of an idea that I kind of got out of my head. And I'm like, you know, it's the last game season. It's supposed to be a nice out. Let's, Let's go for it. And it turned out to be a great day, a great turnout. Obviously, the game didn't turn out how we wanted it to go, but, you know, that's part of sports. Can't win them all. But, I mean, it's still – losing the game aside, it was still a great night, and we all I think we all had a blast. Well, I certainly did. Uh, uh, and you and Mark were right up front in the glass just, uh, just leading the crowd and creating all the energy. And then when they did score those two goals back-to-back, the place just went berserk, didn't it? Well, That's, I know it got it got a lot crazier and more energetic when they scored, and I know when Indy scored that one after we did, it kind of took the wind out of our sails. But me and Mark never gave up for sure. We, you know, we gotta keep gotta keep the crowd into it. it helps support the boys for sure. You guys put out more energy than the players. Uh, you guys probably both need a shower after the <laughs> after the game, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. And Dakota here brought a friend of his, uh, Dylan. Almost, almost gave me a run for my money. Uh, he's uh, definitely a character. I, I hope to see him at a, you know, definitely more games next season. Well, you you seem to bring the same level of intensity to this tailgate. You know, uh, Dakota, you just kind of took a chance here. You know, you could have just been sitting in the parking lot by yourself. Uh, you know, with forty hamburgers to eat or something. But uh, yeah, I'm, but it didn't yeah, turn I'm, out that way, did it? I mean, uh, you, the no. the support was amazing. There was, you know, I just couldn't believe how many people were there by the end of it, and it just kept growing and growing and exploding. And uh, oh yeah, so tell tell us all about the preparation for this, the idea for this, and then uh, uh, how you felt like maybe how how good you felt about how it turned out. Uh, well. Originally, like, the background of where it originally came from was, like I said, when I was a kid, I grew up going to games in the Quad Cities there, and, you know, that's kind of a tradition they always did was the, the last game of the year, they do away. The booster club there would say, you know, hey, thank you to the fans, you know, or other fans say, you know, hey, this is the way we're saying thank you to you fans from another fan. So, I'm, like I said, I was sitting there thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? Every sporting event needs a tailgate and a way for everybody to get together and have fun. 
without spending a bunch of money. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of people go out to a bar or a fancy restaurant for a game, but I'm like, you know, I want to save people some money, you know, let them have some food, have some fun, play some games. And, you know, it turned out great. A lot of the preparation was, you know, finding a little table and a little girl, which, you know, I have all those being at my family camps. So, you know, I was like, yeah, hey, just, I'll just use the stuff we use for camping. And then that morning I went to the store, got everything we needed from the burgers to the hot dogs, buns, chips, you know, pickles, ketchup, mustard. And then, you know, just the one thing that we asked everybody that showed up was, you know, if you could bring something to share, if not, no biggie. But, I mean, it just, it turned out great. I was really, really stressed all day till the tailgate when it's, because I'm like, you know, what if nobody shows up? What if I forget something? What if I screw something up? But by the end of it, I just, I felt great, amazing. You know, it relieved a lot of pressure off my shoulders to know that everybody had fun and it was a good time. Well, there was a great big spread of food. There were several kinds of chips and dips and nachos and cheeses and burgers and hot dogs and it was and buns and everything. I mean, and there was drinks. It was all just, and it was for all ages. And it was for a family event. Yeah. There was a, you had a, how did, did, was you the one that brought the hockey net and the, and they played a little street hockey and the kids were enjoying yeah. that? Yes, we were the ones that brought all the hockey stuff. <laughs> Uh, I brought a couple sticks. My, my buddy that Mark mentioned brought a stick. He's the one that brought the net. Uh, you know, because you know, me and him play hockey together. We're on the same deck hockey team, so we practice quite a bit. Uh, but he brought that, and then you know, just some of the small details. It was a lot of things that I had planned. Like I was, you know, I helped get Dash up there. You know, I talked with the organization and the front office to get him out there, and you know, what was the best location so we could get him out there and just to be able to have the front office be on board with it and to help support it. You know, that, that shows a big thing how much this team also cares about their fan base. You know, they want their fans to have fun, but a lot of the small details, you know, a lot of things that we, we did and we looked into. And like I say, I'm just glad that the kids had fun because that was my goal was to make it completely family oriented obviously you know there was adult things and you know there was things for kids and that was the goal it was make it for all ages and i'm glad that the oldest to the youngest could all have a blast well there was people you know senior citizens uh, my age and even and older and then just real little kids and then uh, mark let me ask you this uh, what was the excitement level when dash walked up into the party the one thing like for me, that stands out. I don't know. Uh, a little girl, probably not. I guess three, four years old. I'm, I don't know if she's like been to a game or whatever, but she saw Dash, and she just lit up like a Christmas tree. He's like Dash, and all kinds of hugs and high fives. Like you know, she even saw me, and you know, gave her a high five. She wanted a hug, so I gave her a little hug too. You know, that's. Yeah, as far as, you know, mascots, I think if there's a, you know, mascot of the year for, you know, the ECHL, like Dash definitely, I think should at least crack the top five, if not higher. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, of course, being biased, but. 
Well, for a character that didn't even exist four or five months ago to have entered a community and to be that beloved, just basically a walking logo, but he just walked up. I mean, the whole place from the oldest person to the youngest person just lit up like a Christmas tree when he walked in there. Yeah, definitely. No doubt. He's, uh, yeah, He's not shy. He's not a shy deer. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he always sees me and gets a little like, you know, hey, like, I think my horns are, you know, we uh, sometimes squabble, but you know, it's always in good fun. Uh, Dash is a great uh, asset to the Heartlanders. Uh, I saw organization. A... Look forward to seeing him, you know, like next season. Hopefully, we get into playoff contention and. And with a lot of luck, uh, maybe we'll be drinking some Heartlander Lager out of the Kelly Cup next year. <laughs> that would be good. So uh, before we, before Dakota has to get back to work, um, what what was you guys brought a guy? There was a guy that came. Uh, it's going to be his first game, and he was right up in front on the glass with you guys all the night. He was holding the drum, and Mark was beating on it with everything he had, and and. Uh, this was this guy's first experience. What was that guy's name, and and what what kind of comments did he have about the the team and and the experience? Well, his name is Dylan, and he had a blast. You know, he told me at the end of the night when he got home, he goes, you know, hey, thanks again for talking me into going because he had, you know, he said he had more fun than he does the Storm games because that's where he lives. He lives up in the Quad Cities area, so he goes to the Storm games there and the SPHL quite a bit. But he said he had more fun there than he did at a Storm game. And, you know, it's just fun. You know, that's one thing I've been encouraging people because I know a lot of people from that area. You know, I'm like, you know, I get it. You know, the Storm are your team. I said, but don't be afraid to reach out. You know, it's a different league. To me, I've had more. I'm the same way. I've had more fun there at the Heart, Heartlanders games than I ever have at any hockey game, win or lose. You know, I mean, it's just been a great atmosphere. And to find out that the more people that come, the more want to come back, just because of how great the team loves their fans, how great the atmosphere with the fan base is, and just just the small things, the arena. A lot of people fall in love with that arena because there's no bad seat in that arena. Yeah, you're, you're, you're okay. So uh, I I was talking to a lot of people, and I saw some guys with some indie shirts on. There was a group of them sitting together, and I went up to talk to them about kind of hockey tourism and uh, what their impressions were, you know. And they said the uh, the first impressions of the arena was just really nice. And uh, I asked uh, there was there was one guy and four or five women, and uh, I asked them about the IRL the Iowa River Landing area, and uh, they said it w- that they really liked it, that the shopping was there, that the restaurants was there, that the hotels was there, that they felt like they was just right in the center of the Mecca. So so those kinds of things. Now, the other guy, he was a little more focused on the hockey, and he had said, you know, he, he was interested in the attendance and the atmosphere. And I talked to him before I left, and he had said, wow, that the attendance was much, much better than he anticipated. He said the amount of people – with jerseys and support was 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 more than he anticipated, and he really thought that that boded well for uh, for you know for the future of the Heartlanders, and that it was it was better than a lot of the arenas that he he goes to a lot of them. Too. Oh yeah, I mean it was my first impression. 
impression when I came for the first time was, wow, this place is just amazing. And you know, I still get that every time I walk in there. When I've been there, I've, I've too many times to keep track of. And it's just, it's still, it just makes my my heart skip a beat, just how beautiful the arena is. You know, oh. even here we are at the end of the season. Glass of the boards aren't so pretty as they first were, but still the arena, it's just, it's still beautiful. <laughs> You know, uh, I was there for, there was 3,200 people was the attendance. Uh, it was the most I'd ever been there for a game. You know, I've been there for three games, and uh, each time, you know, there was more people. But I noticed one thing, that the place is designed so well because there was basketball tournaments. There was four different girls' basketball games going on at the exact same time. So the place is really full, but there was plenty of parking. And, like, just even to get to the bathrooms, you know, with as many people as there was in there, there was still wasn't any trouble getting to the bathrooms. There was plenty of, uh, uh, you know, you didn't have to wait long to get to get to a stall. Uh, you didn't have to wait long to get a beer. You didn't have to wait long to get a hot dog. You didn't have to wait long to get a souvenir. I mean, it's it's really well run, isn't it? Absolutely, I I definitely think so. From the top to the bottom, and just the little things that go over notice that people don't realize. You know, it's. I agree. It's a greatly run from the arena, you know, from the arena staff, you know, more than just Heartlander staff are there on game nights. You know, you have a uh, extreme arena people that are there. Um, a lot of them are there, almost, are there every day on game weekends. You know, they don't get to go home and spend Saturday, Sunday having fun like we do. You know, they're stuck at the arena, but they still love it. You know, they love interacting with people. They love seeing new faces just like the fans just like us fans do the team and it's just it's very well built and very well run and it's i do agree it's very well laid out yeah it's just it's so convenient i mean and it's just a it's a great social atmosphere and let's talk about the social atmosphere you know uh mark and everybody that come to this you know is, is you know talking to each other and there just seems to be a kind of a, a bond that has developed, uh, wouldn't you say, with the fans? Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I always, you know, if I'm in line for something, you know, for whatever rhyme or reason, people are like, oh, hey, hey, you're, the, you're that guy with the horns. Can we get a picture with you? I'm like, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. And uh, I, it's still one of my, like, favorite things, Dave, is, like, when called you after a game once, uh, two like random ladies were just coming up to me as I'm talking to you on the phone. Like, hey, can we get a picture? I'm like, okay, I'm talking to my friend Dave, but yeah, let's see this picture. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it's been a wild ride, but you know, like ride's going to settle down for a few months and it's going to pick back up, I think, definitely. You know, like, as you mentioned, uh, David Vine on the Heartlanders Weekly, word of mouth. Maybe kind of the slowest form of advertisements, but it's definitely the most powerful. Well, I think David Fine has been the most powerful voice for the Heartlanders. And I would about contribute 50% of all the progress that the team made as far as attendance and uh, building up a fan base to David Fine. I mean, he's his broadcasting was excellent. You could listen to the games and just stay riveted all the time. So you always could keep up with the action, whether you could be there or not. And, uh, the community outreach, the programs that he did on MC22, and this, uh, there's still another, is there, there's another uh, Heartlanders uh, supper, isn't there, at uh, the Brick and Iron? Yep, yep, that's that. 
Yeah, tonight at uh, six o'clock, um, announced is a uh, Corbin Kaspersky, Luke Nogard, and our uh, oh captain, my captain, uh, freelance work is never done. Uh, Mr. Chris Bennett mm. advertised. Um, there may or may not be some surprises. Who knows? Maybe even a super fan will show up. You never really know. <laughs> That's pretty. I'll be there. That's a. You guys are kind of a fixture. You you you're kind of the. I don't know the original two, the the dynamic duo, the the Batman and Robin of the uh, of the of the fandom here, aren't you? I mean, you could say yes. I mean, I, I know Mark's got me beat. I, I've said that since I first met Mark. I said, well, I know somebody that's got me beat. It's the top fan, <laughs> but I I'm not, I have no shame in it. I love Mark to pieces. Uh, you know, especially considering that he he. This is his first year of hockey and see how much he's fallen in love with it. You know, I mean, it's from the bottom of my heart, Mark. I absolutely love it, and I absolutely love you, brother. You're a great fan, and I'm glad we have you. Well, that was one thing I got to say, Mark, is I went around and I talked to people that were sitting in the area or people that came up and talked to you or different people around the stadium. Because I talked to a lot of people, and uh, universally, they, they say they enjoy you, that they're so happy to have you. That they're always, uh, you know, wanting to see what you're wearing, and that they and they say that you've taken the time to take a picture or to visit with every single person that has ever come up and talked to you, uh, even the ones that aren't attractive young women. <laughs> yeah, that's that, 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 that's the elusive crowd, I guess you could say, but. Uh... I digress. Um, you thank you, Dakota, and you, Dave, for the kind words. It, it truly does mean a lot. I've, yeah, I, I can, I can't say this enough. It's because uh, I even caught some of the team uh, at the casino last night. They were enjoying themselves. I just said, "Hey, guys, just wanna." I can't say this enough. It's because of you, know, you guys. I'm a fan of hockey for life, and anybody that listens to this, you know, thank you if you come to a game, said hi. You know, it, it means a lot, and hopefully, the you know, we we get you know, better record next year, get into the playoffs, Kelly Cup, and if by chance uh, ECHL does a fan of the year, I would absolutely be honored to be the uh, Heartlanders representative, and you know, may, maybe win. And uh, I know a lot of people call me a quote unquote you know, legend, if you will, but I think the legend of the Heartlanders is just getting started. Yeah. We, got a lot, we got a lot to do yet. Well, you're a legend in your own mind, and that's what's important. <laughs> legend in somebody's mind, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's been a great year. What do you got? You guys got uh, anything else, you, any memories or anything that you want to share about the season? And Mark, you can go first. Uh, you know, definitely, uh, honestly, the other day I, somebody mentioned to me, I was on the uh, hype video and, you know, I thought it was from the, uh, the, wearing the fireball suit. It's actually in the, where they play all the, uh, before they introduced the guys, my, uh, when I, Fedor Gordeev scored, you know, the goal I'm up against the glass, I didn't realize I was in that video until like, a couple of days ago, actually. So I feel honored with that. Honored, uh, you know, that the, one of the arena staff tells me, uh, apparently no shirt, no shoes, no hockey. <laughs> That's something I'll always definitely remember. And 
you know, it's been an honor to be you know, part of something from the ground up. And um, as always, uh, unofficially, fear the deer, baby. Yeah, buddy. What about you, Dakota? I got, um, well, I got to say, you know, some good memories. You know, even though my first game wasn't the greatest, you know, like I said, you know, my first ever Heartlanders game was the 10-1 blowout by Toledo. But, you know, like I said, I came back the next night and I kept coming. And, you know, to be able to get an opportunity to meet uh, Trevin Kozlowski was honestly one of the best parts of my year. Like I said, on the you know the podcast you had me on at the tailgate, you know, me and him start you know just meeting him kind of kickstarted the thing for me to be able to know that there's somebody else out there that's in the army like me. You know, obviously the army let him put his contract on hold so he could play professional hockey. Which honestly, when I found that out, I'm like, that's fantastic. Um, you know, just be able to meet him and be able to bond with somebody like that is something special, and you know, it's just a great thing to be able to know that there's players out there that truly can make bonds. You know, some people think, oh, well, they don't care about me. They're they're professionals. That's not true. These guys love your support, and they love talking to fans. I've never seen the players that love their fans so much and love meeting fans. I, um, I, I think, you know, uh, you, 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 it's, it's no secret that it started out slow. You know what I mean? No. You guys were there when there was uh, not very many fans. And it's a big, big, big arena. You know what I mean? But then uh, my experience last night with 3,200 people in the arena was it was a new level of uh, support and excitement. And you don't have to be a fan of hockey to enjoy coming to the game. And I was there was a couple ladies sitting in front of me that was their first game, and they didn't know nothing about hockey. That they just said they just love to watch the people dance and cheer and, you know, and uh, the the just the atmosphere and the music and everything it's it's a uh, it's a great time and I'm glad to have been a little part of helping people get to know it. Absolutely, and I got one thing to say, whether they listen to this or not. But to Jordan, Molly, Emily, David, you know, Coach Jerry, or anybody that works for that organization, you know, Mike, our owner. Everybody, thank you for giving us such a great team. Thank you for giving us a great atmosphere. Um, I'm definitely excited to see what next season and the future brings. But, again, thank you for such a great team and a great fan base that's, you know, without the front office and their promotions and without us other fans, you know, this team wouldn't be anything it is today. And I'm definitely excited see what next season brings so thank you to everybody that works for the organization everybody that works for the extreme arena uh the security guards you know i think they're their own separate company if i remember right but just everybody that does everything from off the game days to behind the scenes to during game days you know truly from the bottom of my heart thank you i mean that and i know it means a lot to everybody well the the fan uh, the the players experience with the fan is so genuine and their love is so obvious of, you know, I think there isn't anybody that played for the Heartlanders this year that didn't enjoy Coralville. And every every single player or coach that I talked to just thought it was an unbelievable community, you know. And uh, they really enjoyed their time here. And I think hopefully we prepared a few of them for, you know, their, their career and moving forward and playing at the next level and maybe even the level above that. But it was sure a, a great year, a great experience. Uh, 
I couldn't, uh, I couldn't have been happier. We got to talk to the photographer and the uh, guys at the Daily Iowan that cover the uh, uh, the team, and uh, those guys behind the scene, all those guys, the Zamboni drivers and everybody. This is the highest level professionalism, and uh, they said they had the second uh, most viewed uh, social media in the whole league. You know, which is great when you consider you start out from nothing. You know, and that was how people found out about it. And it was like guys like you, you know, you guys told that Dylan kid, come on down. It's a good time. And, and it wasn't any other reason that he came it was because you guys asked him, you know what I'm saying? And that's how, that's how this thing works, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, the, for lack of a better term, the customer service from the office staff, uh, you know, out of this world doesn't even begin to describe it. Um, I know one of my coworkers. Uh, he has a daughter. Her her favorite player happens to be Trevin Kozlowski as well. Uh, you know, the I told him, you know, the other day that Trevin was actually starting. So they came to a game and enjoyed it. Uh, he started again. I, I let him know her his daughter came down with a friend of hers. I talked to Jordan like before the game, like, hey, Jordan, this is my co-worker's daughter um she likes trevin if it's at all possible after the game if she could get a picture with her she said you will know, see what we can do um you're not making any promises but we'll definitely try and try as she did and he, that was the game friday we won it was awesome and he tells me that's pretty much all she's talking about <laughs> so really open trevin if you can hear this i'd maybe like you to sign a couple more things for my friends uh co-workers daughter that'd be great you know and thank you dakota and dave that you've all served you know, because of you guys i mean we might not be enjoying hockey right now so thank you all of you guys for your service well there, there's there's three games left they're on the road uh, in allen texas i believe uh we've got uh we've got tonight's brick and iron with david fine and uh some of the players and coaches and then we've also got a watch party. Can you tell the people about the watch party? Watch party is at uh, uh, Lisa and Rick Zortman's uh, you know, fan page uh, on Facebook for details. On that, I believe, uh, you know, you pregame stuff starts around 6.30. I believe the actual game starts at 7. It'll be for the Saturday game. So if you're interested, come on over or the other games. I believe Rick and Iron has a full hockey subscription, so you can definitely cheer on our boys. That if you have nothing going on, it'll just be a great time. Let's get a couple more wins to end out the season. Well, it's been a great season, and uh, the fun you guys have had has uh, multiplied throughout the, uh, the this part of the state, from down here to southeast Iowa and central Iowa, central eastern Iowa anyway. Uh, you brought in fans from everywhere. You had great experiences. Uh, the tailgate was tremendous. Uh, 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 we're just about out of time. Is there anything you guys uh, want to say before we wrap it up? You're the deer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's my line, you son of a biscuit. But uh, the only uh, one other thing that's multiplied is my antler count. <laughs> uh, and I'll sure multiply by next season. But um, as a guy once said, you're the deer, baby. Well, this has been a little coverage of the fan experience on Carver's, Corver's Corner, Mark Corver's 
weekly fan uh, interaction show. Spin Round Guy the podcast with news you can use that don't give you the blues. And thanks for listening. <laughs>